It is January 1993 in Living in the Past Time. It is a new season. We are here. Uh, my name is Paul. My name is Ben. And, oh man. Am we're I ready excited. For, oh, we're getting so good. Although, this month. <laughs> also, every time this the year starts out like this. We start out excited for the year and then sad about the month. Even, and then the year kind of dribbles even away. Even the awards covering the stuff that we did last season were shit this year. <laughs> oh, is it, it's, it's awards? Golden Globes. Uh, is it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, and like I the winners, known that. Uh, the winners are like the winners are actually two movies that we did not watch last season. Uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> Malcolm X. No. Scent of a Woman. Oh. Yeah. Whoops. Yeah. No hoo ha for us at all. I still haven't finished JFK either. Who nah. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is all about. Uh, we we got so much coming up for this episode. We got leprechauns. We got licky boo boom yeah. Um, <laughs> we've got all sorts of gibberish coming up but um before we get into the 90s let's do uh what we're listening to and and consuming now this is living in the now benjamin what paul, have you been paul paul <laughs> what have you been uh listening to uh that isn't 90s related. Mostly listening to the same old stuff. Yeah. Nothing new at the moment. Did you see, I just saw this morning, that Coldplay covered Nothing Man? I did not hear about that. In their uh, Seattle show. So Interesting. Yeah. That's that's two that just I wouldn't expect to cross. Mercilessly killing things in their, play, in their path. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb. Because I don't hate Coldplay. I oh, know. And I don't hate Chris Martin. Okay. But I'm not for them and Pearl Jam crossing paths. Okay. I but don't I will like listen Coldplay. And I'm it, but the first album. Mm. I don't want to be one of those like, that they're yellow? old stuff. Is it Yellow? Is that the one? Yeah. Yeah. That album's so good though. For that song. That's like a ground to a halt anytime I was watching like, uh, I think back in the day, the V. Or it might have even been Red back in those days on the Foxtel. Um Ooh. You've watched watching you've been watching like a bunch of clips in a row and then it's like oh Beach, Chris Martin, switch over. Slow mo. Yeah. There's a whole video slow mo, I, I feel think like. So. Yeah, Why? yeah, I think so. I think show. We've got to go through one season. Turtle Dove Bingo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the new uh drink if we say Turtle Doves. Um I have been listening to uh, um uh, awesome band that I've I think I might have talked about last season but I'm not sure they're called Illuminati Hotties I think you did they're, they've got a new album out it's really Australian? Good. no they're they're American oh um, but I yeah uh, <laughs> and I also found out that if you follow them on Instagram you will get requests from uh, people who just like the Illuminati <laughs> oh <laughs> so a <laughs> couple of not worth back, looking into a couple of knockbacks there <laughs> I was no. like no <laughs> no uh, apart from that, I've also been devouring, um, I think I've gone through every episode now of um, Out of the Score, the Australian guys that uh, go through uh, film scores. Oh, yeah. Um, man, that is so my, that's just so me. That, just yeah. Love it. Love it so much. But is it finished now? Uh, no, it's, just, it's ongoing, but I've just, okay. I've just listened to all the episodes now. <laughs> I've, uh, so being around Halloween time that we mm. may currently be in. 
not watched as many horror films as you would expect. Someone is way behind. Yeah. Um, we did watch Spiral, though. Was it all right? Not really. <laughs> I watched Haunted on Netflix, the one about there's a, it's a haunted house and there's a, they actually do have proper killers and stuff in there. That's pretty good. Proper, what do you... Like, it's actually not, it's, there's actually, like, people killing people inside this oh. house. Um, and also, I think, oh, did I talk about last time? Um, there's someone in your house. Yeah, we. I think we did. And it like was, that. Yeah, it was okay. Um, Better than uh, False Positive, we also watched. False Positive? Yeah. Is it Shutter? No, I had to go and get it because okay. no one was willing to stream it. <laughs> uh, I think it's on Hulu. Is there a reason for that? Yeah, it's not great. We tried watching the I Know What You Did Last Summer series. Ooh. I do not care for that at all. Oh. It's uh, not my age demographic. <laughs> I don't know whose demographic this film was. It was very dry and dull. False and positive. Is it one of those, like... It had Alana Glazer in it. Okay. Which is probably why we wanted to watch it. Yeah, yeah. Because she's great. But then Justin Theroux and Pierce Brosnan. Ooh. And Pierce Brosnan was just trying to be the dullest, most boring person in the world. I guess he was trying to be creepy. Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> he was just being Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> But just the whole tone of the movie and the way oh, it was very strange. I think I've said this before. Like uh, horror movies are like recent horror movies are, are not as fun to watch as old ones because they just take themselves a bit too seriously. Yeah, I think if I'm sure maybe the director had you know an idea in mind of how this should be portrayed and we weren't on board with it. Uh, but uh, yeah, I get that. Was like, it supposed to be shit? Yeah. <laughs> was that his idea? <laughs> just... People aren't going to enjoy this. That's <laughs> part of the horror. That's like, you know, you get stuff like um, The Witch or The Ghost and stuff like that. And it's just like, I suppose, it, it, and I can't understand the merits of those films, but you have to be such in a mood to be, to watch that and enjoy it. Like, it's just dour and bleak and just like, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, I keep getting, I don't know whether it's because we talked about it much, but like, the amount of stuff I've seen about Malignant still, like, I get like, um, ads for it and... They're probably pumping a lot of money into advertising that film because why else would you watch it unless you were brainwashed to watch it? And um, I've also started watching. Uh, they just they started up the BuzzFeed um, unsolved, yeah. yeah, the supernatural. So those those two have been pretty good. Our first events and first quiz for the season. How you feeling? Feeling pretty good? I'm not ready for this. <laughs> I don't know why I've got my screen open. I don't need to know what I'm doing. Is there a sports question? Uh, no. <laughs> um, but I'll go through a couple of things um, before the... Well, I'll ease you into it, okay? It's like a hot tub. Oh. Um, so we we talked about how it was going to happen, but it, it definitely did happen. I think it was actually on the 1st of January that Czechoslovakia did split into the Czech Republic and the um, Slovakia I want, uh, and Slovakia I wanted to bring it up because it was it's, it was called the Velvet Divorce <laughs> oh oh man that sounds quite nice though sounds like a new show on HBO it's yeah like, you seen the new episode of Velvet Divorce <laughs> the terrible sequel to Velvet Buzzsaw oh is that the Jack Gyllenhaal yeah okay he was on Conan recently Ooh. oh I watched um The Guilty disappointed I liked it did you like it I guess. You can definitely tell it was filmed during COVID times, but I think it was yeah. fucking effective. I did like the extra voices. Yeah. Um, Bilbo. 
<laughs> Fuck Bill Burr. <laughs> I was I was genuinely gripped for it. Like I was actually like you know when you're watching something that's actually pretty intense and you forgot forget you're sitting in this like in a upright sort of position. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was I was into I was engaged and no spoilers, but I wasn't expecting everything to happen that happened. No. No. I was I was not pleasantly surprised because of the subject matter, but you know, it was <laughs> it was yeah, yeah it was really it's better than buried. I'll give it that. <laughs> um so we had the um we, like I said before, we did have the fiftieth the fiftieth Golden Globes. Um and the <laughs> Scent of a Woman Scent of a Woman won Best Drama. Um, and the player won best comedy. Two films that we the did not. Player. With, uh, um, what's his face from Shawshank? Um, Tim Robbins. Yeah, it's a huh. Robert Altman film. I was like, is it a baseball film? No, <laughs> it's uh, about a guy who works in. He's a screenwriter in Hollywood, and he gets um, threatening letters sent to him. And I don't know. I, the other times I, I teed it up, and I'm like, I'm not in the mood for a Robert Altman film today. Hmm. Um, we also had uh, Al Pacino win for Best Actor. Emma Thompson won for Best Actress. Best Song was A Whole New World. What was Emma Thompson in? She was in Remains of the Day, I'm pretty sure it was for. Oh, missed that one entirely. Um, Oops. <laughs> just Anthony Hopkins just looking serious for two hours. <laughs> um, so Remains of the Day, or uh, is the, I always get this, there's two that I remember. Like, Remains of the Day or Lorenzo's Oil. It was one of those two. Don't know either. Haven't seen either. Okay. Let's move along. Um, and be- the best song was "A Whole New World" by uh, from Aladdin by Peebo Bryson and Regina Bell. Uh, the Big Day Out came to Australia. Oh yeah! Uh, Iggy Pop, Sonic Youth, Mud Honey, Helmet, and Nick Cave headlining. Um, Who I've would seen- have been the actual headliner? Do you think? E. Because that would have been before his big sort of comeback with um, Train Spotting and that. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that, like, that that was a really old song, but I think that researched him into the public sort of consciousness. Yeah, definitely. Um, and Sonic Youth would have been up there. Have a, here's a wall of sound for 45 minutes. <laughs> and then Helmet cool would have played Unsung seven times in a row. <laughs> uh, that's a dream. <laughs> right, now we're going to do the demo version. <laughs> um, and Nick Cave would have just murdered someone on stage. So, yeah. um, no, he would have murdered someone off stage, then come on stage and talk about it. Um, and I'll start this off. Uh, I, this is not officially part of the quiz, but I found this very interesting. Um, we we both had our opinions on Bram Stoker's Dracula. Um, Pretty and similar they, ones, I think. Yeah, they weren't they weren't that great. But in the UK, Dracula beats a certain movie from 1991 to become the highest opening box office weekend in the UK ever up to that point. Is that Home Alone? Terminator 2. Wow. More people came out in the opening weekend to go see Dracula than Terminator 2. Don't like <sighs> the robots, but I like a bit of argy-bargy with... <laughs> with How disappointed would they have been oh, to man, find out so there's one scene? Maybe it's just they're so repressed as Englishmen is like... Maybe we'll see some boob. <laughs> Come on, let's go see. Don't want to see Arnie's boobs. <laughs> want to see lady boobies. <sighs> now I'm confused. No. <laughs> Why is Gary Oldman talking like that? <laughs> um, okay, so let's get into the quiz. So, 
I'm gonna give you a few more questions this year, uh, hopefully. Let's see if you can. I might even do a running score. Was that one you. of the questions? Nah, this is unofficial. Okay, cool. Okay, so um, every year, well, since '91, uh, was an international year of uh, something or other. So, what was 1993 the international year of? Is it A, International Year of Recycling, the International Year of Indigenous People, or inter uh, International Year of the Arts? I feel like recycling was an option last year. Maybe. Maybe. And then it, I'm pretty sure last year was space or something? It was space, yeah. Okay. Um, should be in this year because there's actually a bunch of space stuff coming up in subsequent months. Um, Not good space stuff. Space stuff's pretty boring. I think just for face value that they would have said indigenous people. Yes, you're correct. Yeah. And um, it meant nothing and nothing got changed <laughs> or made better. No, what are you talking about? It's fine. Everything since 1993 is... Okay. Yeah, it's fine. Oh, uh, yeah, I forgot. We're, everyone's equal now. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. Cool, 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 cool. cool. Um, how many... <laughs> yes, my red bubble orders have been shipped. Um... <laughs> <laughs> False. Uh, so, uh, we remember Amy Fisher and Joey, Joey Butterfuco. We do. How many made-for-TV movies were made about that story? One, two, or three? Three. Yes. Wow. Uh, one starring Drew Barrymore. Oh. One starring Alyssa Milano. And one for NBC, which didn't have anyone of note. <laughs> but yeah, oh. um, I'm sure the people. I mean, I'm sure whoever played Amy Fisher is like listening to this and going, "Hey, <laughs> do you know how close together they were made?" Uh, they went the the Drew Barrymore and Alyssa Milano were released in within weeks of each other in January. So one at the start, and one at the end. So it's just a race to get their film out. Of yeah, it. yeah. And like, I mean, nice. if you remember, like we t we talked about sentencing in December. So that the NBC one was the NBC one was actually aired in December. I've, I can't find it online, but that might have even been made before they even knew what the sentencing was. Uh, it's based on real events. You know, just make it up, whatever. They'll just do that thing at the end where they just put a bunch of stuff like right yeah. on the screen. You're doing pretty good. Um, this one's not normal choice. Shit. Who performed at the Super Bowl halftime? Ooh. I believe we've had a conversation about this a few times. So I think. I should have known because I looked it up and it... we might have even googled this answer like last season. Yeah, is it Whitney? No, she did the uh, national anthem last year. Yeah, that's right. Do you want another guess? This the uh, artist in question is about to have a very I'm... tumultuous year. I was gonna say Whitney or Madonna was my choice. Go male. Uh. Had one of the biggest albums hmm. in the last couple of years. Michael Bolton? You got the first name right. Jackson? Yes. Really? Michael Jackson played the Super Bowl halftime show. Oh, I did not know that. He will be coming up a lot. <laughs> Maybe. No. <laughs> we'll see. You've had to have a rocky time. <laughs> uh, so, the Bodyguard soundtrack for the movie that was released last November and is amazing. Um, <laughs> that you recently purchased on DVD. I recently purchased on DVD for two dollars. <laughs> Score. Um, it broke a record for how many sales in one week? Five hundred thousand, one million, or two million? One. Yes. Yeah. Look at you. Oh. 
Um, yeah, so like uh, up until that point, no album. I think maybe it was um, relegated to CD, but they said like no, okay. no CD had had been sold that many times in one week. Because uh, because you know, Versus wasn't here yet. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, so yes, you, you did well. You only got one wrong. Good look at you. Yeah. Hey. The pressure of not having to buzz. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. I'm going to have to let our guests know they have to bring their own buzzer. <laughs> um, so, uh, apart from that, let's go on to sports. Party town. Party town. Not particularly. Um, it was Super Bowl month, obviously, as you mentioned. Yes. Don't remember who was in it. Not <laughs> going to mention it. I'm trying to be a bit more streamlined. Like, if NFL comes up, I'm not going to tell you about four different games. Okay, cool. And there was a more notable game. The Super Bowl, I'm pretty sure they got trounced. I don't know who it was, but it was a drubbing. So, I prefer that. Yes. I prefer a good drubbing. Really? So, yeah. Yeah. I like seeing supporters leaving halfway through the game. <laughs> <laughs> just like it's, it's so shit with American sports though, because you get two teams that have probably n- not played each other all year. Yeah. So they're the best on that side of the country and the best on the other side, and then they play each other's like. But you're maybe not the two best teams in the competition. Yeah, yeah. Because you're from different divisions. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I do like seeing disappointment on people's. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's some for you. Okay. Uh, the comeback game. The comeback game. So, I believe the Buffalo Bills went on to lose in the Super Bowl and get absolutely smashed okay. by whoever won it. But they came back from 32 points down to beat the Houston Oilers 41-38 in overtime in a wild play- wild card playoff game. Wow. The greatest comeback ever in NFL history. And then they got smashed a couple weeks later. Well, they probably put all their friends that game. That's happened before yes. in a game. I, I remember being... A few times in AFL, like the 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 team that has struggled the most to get to the grand final usually loses because they just put everything out, yeah, else out there and in the finals and stuff. So, yeah, that's quite often you play your grand final the week before the grand final. <laughs> which seems a bit silly, <laughs> but that's how they do it. Um, so yeah, kind kind of sad. They did so well, got so far, but yeah. in the end, nah, it doesn't really matter. Okay, like them. Um, Australian Open Go for tennis. tennis You should know And you know the ladies That were in Monica the final Monica Seles and Steffi Graf That's right Steffi Graf won She did not Ah Yeah I'm, I think she won last year though They I, seem to just take it in turn um, Trying to relive some Olympic joys of last year The European Youth Olympic Winter Days What? The inaugural edition of a multi-sport event for European youths aged between 13 and 18 in winter sports. <laughs> you just... This is a thing. This is an you event. You really found like the bottom of the barrel of sports. <laughs> well, my plan this year was I was going to go to each continent and yeah. find one event. Okay. That proved quite difficult because Antarctica doesn't have a lot of sporting events. Ah. Yeah. Didn't know that. Um, even Africa was quite limited. For every single month. Well, what happened in the Youth Olympics? Was there curling? <sighs> no. Then who gives a shit? <laughs> they only had five events. Yeah. Alpine skiing, 
biathlon, cross-country skiing. Don't ask me what the difference is between that and alpine. Figure skating. Huh? Yeah. Uh, oh. And short track speed skating. Sounds terrible. Who won? Um, Europe, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> we all winners. We all, um, Russia <coughs> hey, took out... Hey, winners, I saw you with some trophies yes. in your Instagram stories. Look at you. Yeah, I won two trophies. Good on you. There was three to be won, but they don't let me score any goals, so... Okay, I only had good. two. Ah, good yeah. one. Thank you very well much. Well done. Thanks. I'm no Russia, but, you know, <laughs> did my best. Um, that is the end of our sporting events, but sporting news... Ooh. Uh, he's come up once before, I believe. I think I was just name dropping. Steve Howe? <laughs> no. <laughs> I think I was testing someone if they knew. They were, I don't even know. I was on the podcast. Okay. Mario Lemieux? Nope. No? Nope. Uh, all-time great Pittsburgh Penguins player. Okay. That's a mouthful. Pittsburgh Penguins? Pittsburgh Penguins player. <laughs> um, he announced that he was diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma. Ah. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> that's not funny. <laughs> I didn't say it was funny. I said it was news. That's um, the end of sports. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It's all good. It's gonna. There'll be more Mario in the future. Okay, Just, you know. We'll get all back. Right. To, we'll get back to Mario. He's he's ninety three. Steve Howe. Nice, but a better version. Does cocaine make it better? <laughs> Stay tuned. Okay. All right. That's. Troubling. Can I um, let's carry on to film? Let, so this season we have decided to uh, every every month I'm going to be giving Ben a bit of uh, homework. I suppose you could say Ben's been lazy in previous years, and Paul's going to make more demands. Well, I just want there's um there's a few a few films this year that I'm like this would be fun to put Ben through. Um. <sighs> we're gonna go. I'll go through the album, the albums. I'll go through the films that release first. So we got Leprechaun, Alive, Body of Evidence, Nowhere to Run, Aspen Extreme, Matinee, and Sniper. Tom Berenger, what a classic! Billy Zane saw that cover for many, many years. Never watched it. Never. Did you watch it this time? No, I did. Oh, boring. Oh, um, I remember that one being. Bit of a schoolyard, like, have you seen Sniper? Oh, it's fucking sick. Like, it's not. It's not it's sick. It's like the 90s kid's version of Deer Hunter, I imagine. Nah, it's not even that. It's cool. His guns and stuff. He's shooting people. Yeah, like, everyone loves snipers. Even though, like, they're the worst people in, like, um, you know, if you're playing Call of Duty and you're the sniper, everyone hates you. Yeah. <laughs> but you're having the most fun. Yeah, you are. Um... I remember the one foray I did into, uh, so back in the t- 2000s, I was with, um, I think I was with uh, Mark Snow. Oh, yeah. I um, know him. He, we went to one of those internet cafes and went on play. To watch Jesus Christ Superstar videos? Yes. Yep. Yeah. And while we were there, they said, hey, <laughs> hey, kids, <laughs> do you want to play some? And like, basically, we played that, um, like the war game where it was like. Command um, and Conquer? No, nah, no. Nah, it's like, it, yeah. it's, it's pretty much like Call of Duty, but it was. Um, you got factions. I think one was American, one was Russian, and you're just playing. Command and Conquer. No, no, it's like a, it's like a, uh, first person shooter sort of thing. Um, mm. so I, uh, we went in there, and I was like, and I think he he had some experience with it, and I was like, oh, I've never played this before. 
So when you first go into those games, you're like, I'll be a sniper. I'll just <laughs> go up into the clock tower and that'll be fun. Yep. I Not only was I mercilessly killed, I was oh. then spammed with messages from whoever else was on the server going like, Fucking sniper! <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, um, I stopped doing that. And, uh, I still love doing it. Every now and then when I'm playing GTA, <laughs> I'll find a building, just go up on top and just... Terrifying. <laughs> um, Only in a game. I don't want to do it in real life. So yeah, I did watch Sniper. I hate heights. <laughs> I did watch Sniper. Um, yeah, Billy Zane. Uh, he's a weird looking dude. Um, mm. Sometimes uh, attractive. Sometimes uh, not. Basically, he's like an up and coming sniper. Tom Burridge is like an old sniper, and they go and try and kill someone, and they have disagreements. Just like Major League, but guns instead mm. of baseball. Yes. And then they play Wild Thing at the end. Nice. <laughs> Um, matinee I really wanted to find but I couldn't find anywhere it's got John Goodman in a um, I just I think it's a Joe Dante film did you check Internet Archive I did not check Internet Archive no Uh, probably not on there yeah it's um, it looks really good though so Aspen Extreme I also wanted to watch because it's got uh, Paul Gross in it from upcoming favourite TV show coming out in the 90s called uh, Due South uh, about a Mountie who comes oh, out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. Remember that show? Yeah. Uh, Nowhere to Run. Did you watch this? I wish I did. You don't. But it's Van Damme. Van Damme has, has two uh, films out this year. This and Hard Target. They're the same film? One of these things are not like the other. <laughs> Hard Target's good. This one's not. Is Hard Target the one where he's like out in the field hiding out in that barn? Yeah. Okay. That's what I was thinking of. Lance Henriksen. Looking for him. <laughs> you okay? Oh, it's bad. We I watched it and Mal came in, and as as you should, derided the Van Damme film I was watching. She's like, "What the fuck is this?" Watched it for a bit and had some fun with it because it's a fucking fun film. Couldn't stop watching. Yeah, uh, he's got the best mullet in that film. I think he's got it in this film too. Um, yeah, it's quite common. But this one, uh, yeah, it's kind of boring. Like it's all about him. Protecting this family. He's kind of creepy. He's kind of... <laughs> a lot of movies in the 90s have a lot of guys like him forever young, like sort of watching women from outside their houses and then they're eventually with them. But yeah. they don't tell them that part about how they were watching them from outside their house for about... <laughs> That's a deleted scene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just at the end of the film, it's like, hey, probably should tell you this. <laughs> Um, but yeah, not great. Uh, Body of Evidence, did you watch that? I did. Have you ever seen animals make love, Frank? It's intense. It's violent. We're not animals. Yes, we are. She is a beautiful woman. And when this trial is over, you will see her no differently than a gun or a knife. Or any other instrument used as a weapon. She is a killer. Frank, come on, give me a story here, Frank. Did you do it, Miss Carlson? Looks like she had him chewing on the wood. There weren't rope burns. She had him handcuffed. Do you think I killed him? That's a question I never ask my clients. There's nothing wrong with admitting that you want me, Frank. What did she do to you, Frank? How did you get those marks on your chest? What what are they? Right. Oh, wow. Yeah. Willem Dafoe's candle-soaked dick. Yep. <laughs> I did not watch this, but uh, I've seen it before. 
I don't think I had seen it before. Mm. I did not know that the intimate scenes were so long. They went yeah. for a really long time. Uh, I believe it was Madonna's insistence that they were. I mean, quite often with these films, I'm not going to say they're too short in a creepy way, mm. but so often like erotic thrillers, they'll start getting it on and then it just cuts away. Yeah. This one does not cut away. No. <laughs> and like, I understand like maybe a little bit more, but like, okay, I can see the dynamic here. What's going on? Don't need to see the whole thing. Also, is she eating the candle wax? Like she, so. she pours it on him. And then she pours champagne on it to dry it out. And then she starts licking it. I Is she about to eat a bunch of hot chilies? <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that, mister. Your mouth will burn. Um, and I know that Willem Dafoe's quite the memeable celebrity now. Like, yes. oh, I see those mashups with his face like plastered on other people's... Like, Remember when I put him on yeah, Ian Ward's face? Um, <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was Billy Idol. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. Um, I don't know. Look... I'm not going to body shame Willem Dafoe, but I don't know if I want to see him in what I saw him in. <laughs> like, I don't think I want to see that. To be honest, his, not to face shame, his body is much nicer to look at than his face. <laughs> and his yeah. teeth. Yeah. There was too much teeth in this film. Oh, was, yeah. Too much teeth. Yeah. Put uh, them away. Did you read the letterbox reviews? No, I didn't. Uh, so one guy d- said, "I watched this film. Just this film's worth watching just for the IMDb tri- IMDb trivia." <laughs> and it was like apparently Madonna was just a menace on set, just like absolute menace. She was possibly the best one in the film. Oh, and she oh she made sure of that. It's a terrible cast. It's terribly acted. It feels like it's. Basic it's, Instinct Part Four. Oh, and you, we will have so many more Basic Instincts co- clones. Like this is like the the prime time for that sort of stuff. I will say it seemed to get into the plot quite quickly, and like it moved along. Yeah, well, like people just want to see some uh, some wax on some dick. Well, they saw it. Yes, I mean, they didn't. Did. You don't see the actual penis. You see her area. You don't see his. So here's yes. Um, Madonna's acting coach quit just before production, claiming that she thinks she knows everything. <laughs> um, Fair enough. Madonna also had five personal assistants for the film. Wow. Um, what would they be doing? They must all have a job. Just waiting for her to ask them of something. That's amazing. Um, apparently, Madonna insisted on the love scenes being improvised. Oh, yeah. Uh, and they spent two weeks rehearsing the sex scenes. Huh. So, How's it improvised if you're rehearsing it? Well, that's the thing. <laughs> I think she's just a, a mad woman. I'm just going to go tie Willem Dafoe up in my trailer. <laughs> we'll see you guys in two weeks. I'm not sure Willem Dafoe would have not liked that, but like, I mean, this is like, I think this is one of his mm. breakthrough. I think this is one of his breakthrough roles. And maybe uh, it was just purely based on the fact it's like, oh, um, you put up with Madonna for a few weeks, like we'll, we'll reward you with some meaty roles now. But, meaty. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, not not a great film. No. Not ideal 9.30 on a Sunday morning. You watched that this morning? Yeah. Wow. Yep. Did Laura walk in and was like, what are you doing? No, she left. She said, I have no interest in watching this. <laughs> and then from a distance, 
Is there a sexy scene on? It sounds like a sexy scene. <laughs> You're like, shut up. I'm watching. The whole film was a sexy scene. I'm trying to see Willem Dafoe's dick. <laughs> I don't even think I saw his butt. Do you know his butt? I did see. Michael Douglas is in there. I saw everything in Michael Douglas. <laughs> Maybe Willem Dafoe walked in and was like, I don't want my gooch shown. Like, I don't Michael think he's Douglas's. that kind of guy. I'd say that was Madonna's idea. You can see all of me. None of him. You can see his teeth and his nipples. <laughs> Can't hide his teeth. Um, so let's move on to uh, Alive. Where I felt the presence of God. Now there's the God they taught me about at school. And there is the God that's hidden by what surrounds us in this civilization. That's the God I met on the mountain. chance to watch alive every time the moment came up it was too near to dinner time and i didn't feel comfortable if you've never seen alive because i did watch this movie um it is about a 1972 airplane disaster where an argentinian rugby team not soccer team as which is usually referred to it's a rugby team oh. crashes into the alps um because the because because of pilot error and are trapped uh, for I think over seventy days in the Alps. Wow! And the most, why didn't they leave? <laughs> the most, uh, and because um, and they were they weren't found because I think the Alps had its strongest snowfall uh, in fifty years, um, just around that time too. Um, obviously known for the cannibalism that mm-hmm. goes on in the film. I will say this. Yes, there is cannibalism, and yes, you see it. Like you see, um, Ethan Hawke's he's he's very very pro eating human. Um, he's the one that comes up and says, "Look, we, I think they were only on they're only there for nine days until he starts thinking about this." That's a long time. Mm, in how much food did they have for those nine days? Well, not much. They had mm. lots of cigarettes. Like they were smoking. Like I'm like, you probably shouldn't be smoking on top of the house. It's like very thin air up there. But whatever. Um, but yeah, <laughs> before that, one of the best bits of the movie is there's, there's one guy on the team that's a, he's trained to be a doctor. So he's like tending the wounded. This is just after the plane's crashed. This guy walks up to him pretty casually and he's got like, <laughs> he's got this like L-shaped bit of metal just like jammed into his, under his ribcage. And he just uh. walks up to him, he's like, is this right? <laughs> and the guy's like, um... Uh, just don't touch it. And then the guy sa- he says, oh, look, um, he needs help. And the guy turns around and the guy just like grabs it and just rips it out of him. Oh. <laughs> and he's like, sorry, I need to distract you. I'm like, oh my God, I don't think you're going to be a very good doctor. Um, anyway, so oh. this guy, the, the, this. the doctor, the doctor in training in Ethan Hawke, um, who's 
mum and sister were also on the flight. Mm. Um, they and survived? Come, the mum didn't. Oh. And I think the sister dies just before the cannibalism starts. Because oh. he asks the guys, like, oh, you didn't eat my sister, did you? It's a weird <laughs> thing you have to say. Um, so, yeah, Ethan Hawke's like, look, we're going to have to do this because, you know, we need to survive. They're dead. Um, basically said, like, we should eat the pilots first because it's their fault. Um, so what happens, like, they've, they've buried, they've, well, they've not, not really buried, they're all, the, all the dead people are lined up. And one, one of them are, like, face down. So the, the, the doctor dude goes in, like, they go straight for the, for the butt. Yep. So they cut open the pants. And there's, like, the meatiest butt you've ever seen. Nice. He's just, like, cutting bits off of it and eating it. Huh. <laughs> um... It's, it's frozen as well, though, right? Yeah, they're not even cooking it. They're not How even do you cooking eat it. Frozen meat. Um, so like, they all start. I think only a few of them. There's only about three of them who don't do it, and everyone else is like hesitant for about all of five minutes, and they're like, "Ah, uh, yeah, I'll try some." How many people just wandered off? Well, no, nah, no one, because oh. uh, they all stick to stuff together. But they're saying we need to go and. The reason they, they started um, eating people is because they did, had no energy to go explore. So they're like, well, if we're going to have energy to like go and do this, we need to have like food. So they start eating people. Because like, the, um, the tail comes off the plane, and that's where the batteries for the, like, the radio is. So they're, they're trying to find the tail of the plane. Right. But they don't, they've got no idea what direction they're, they're going in. So, <laughs> yeah, they say... The, 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 I will say like, the, the eating people part is a very small part of the movie. Like, they've, they don't gloss over it. Like They see it, you see them... And like, and then I think you just assume that they can that they keep doing it because after that they're they're up there for a very long time, and you just assume that they're sort of just working their way through. Yeah, um, seventy days, and then like they eventually sort of get saved and um, you know, <laughs> um, oh John Malkovich plays the narrator. No way, he's like uncredited. He's like um, at the start of the movie just um, in a in a dark room with a cigarette, just like going. <laughs> Uh, you know, we did what we had to do, sort of thing. Um, it's look. I think if I hadn't, it was always like it, there's been lots of satires of it and lots of sort of jokes about it. It's like it's the movie. I mean, even Simpsons satirized it. Like, they did, a, yeah. But it's it tries to be a little bit more uplifting than what it is, which is I don't know, kind of a bit made for TV. It's a bit hokey sometimes. I didn't like. There was bits where I'm just like, uh, I think you've like they they really sort of play up the like, let's go looks like oh we didn't find anything we'll come back, like they did that about three times. I like it's just it pretty could have shaved about twenty minutes off this movie. Yeah, um, Ethan Hawke refused to grow a beard for it, so apparently refused he, or was incapable. No, no, he refused. Apparently, uh, so if you watch him throughout the movie, he starts like, um, shaven. Yep, and then. Apparently, his hair grows perfectly manicured goatee <laughs> and not a shaggy beard like everyone else's. Um, oh. Thing. So, yeah. Wait, so he actually grew out a goatee or they gave yeah, him a they, fake they, one? They, he, he said, I won't grow a beard, but I'll grow a goatee, which is a very odd thing to say. Yeah. So I, I want... feel like he wasn't really capable of growing a proper beard and <laughs> didn't want to be found thing, out. Yeah. Um, Ileana Douglas is in it. She's, um, she's one of the survivors. Um, yeah. No, um, I mean, I'll check it out once, but it's, yeah, it's a bit of a slog. Um, but that brings us to the movie that I made you watch, which is 
Leprechaun. The luck of the Irish is being packed and shipped to a little town in South Dakota whose luck may have just run out. many notes would you like me to just read through them with no context uh but first before i say it's like i think if if you ever had cause for irish people saying anything's racist <laughs> like, is this where it all began i don't know like i mean i was like i don't i know that they usually have a pretty healthy um sense of humor about people like comparing them to leprechauns but like man they 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 lay it on thick. I think that's Warwick Davis. Yeah. I think he's either zero or a hundred. Yeah. Uh, Actually, I think he's just a hundred. Before you before you into that context, let's let's give a little bit of context. Let's talk about so Leprechaun, if you don't know, and they 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 don't pull any punches. They show the Leprechaun very early in this film. It is uh, this guy is basically goes to. Goes to Ireland and steals the gold from the leprechaun, and the leprechaun is in his luggage. <laughs> Pretty funny start, though. That guy just coming home drunk. Yeah. I got his gold, honey. I got his gold. What are you talking about, Johnny? What yeah. gold? They're like, they're. I think they're in the Californian countryside, Arizona, or Arizona. Like, they're some... in some where there there would not be any Irish people like whatsoever. Yep. Um. And then, yeah, then uh, Jennifer Aniston, who is a teenager? I think she's 22-ish. But not what... I think she's 22-ish in age. Yeah. I don't know whether that's oh, what okay. she was supposed to be portraying, though. Yeah. Which is a very weird trend in the 90s of, like, we're not going to hire a teenager. We're going to hire, like, a fully formed 22-year-old to play, like, a 15 or 16-year-old. And then get someone 10 years older than her to play her love interest in the film. Yes. And but then the dad is uncredited and I can't find who he was. <laughs> just take me What's take, all that about? Just take my name off. Yeah. Couldn't find him anywhere. Give us your uh, notes. Okay. <laughs> I am i won't run through all of them because without context, I want them to make any sense. Did you and Laura watch this? Yes. Good. 
I think this was our first Halloween movie of the month. Probably why we haven't watched any more. My first note I wrote down far too early on in the film was film of the year. <laughs> Wasn't long before I changed my mind on that. Um, I enjoyed when Jennifer Anderson says, it's the 90s now. Women are treated equal. Oh, yeah, they do. Is that sarcastic? Or does she actually think that that's what's happening at the time? How many Do people ra- think at the time that's what was happening? I think I messaged you when I was watching. I was like, did you notice like the, the Rachelisms in it? Like, Yeah, that's, just, that's all she can do. Yeah. It's cool. It's, it's, it's cool to see like early Rachel. Just like the squint. Yeah. The like, terrible oh, acting. I, I, don't, I don't know. That, like, the, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, Ozzy? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Why are they so mean to him? And that kid's like, we're going to go get your brain fixed. <laughs> what? So there's a character called Ozzy in this film who is the older kid from League of Their Own, I think. The grown-up version. Is he the grown-up? Yeah, he's yeah. the old, yeah, yeah. And he's like, and he, he may have a mental... Uh, he might be mentally dis- disabled. But they're sort of like they, they when they find the Leprechaun's uh, sack of gold, they say we're gonna use it to fix your brain, Ozzy. And that that joke, well, I don't know if it's a joke, but like they that runs through the entire movie. But like, yeah, and Ozzy's like, what? What do you what do you mean? <laughs> and he's like, what do you mean? Like, what what do I need my brain fixed? It's like, oh, because you're stupid, mate. He's like, what? <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm just so, goofy. Yeah. So that's probably the most heartbreaking thing is when like he finds out like the people that he hangs out with every day think he's a fucking yeah, idiot. Yeah, and they've been talking about him behind his back. Yeah, and they're like, we're going to use all this money from the leprechaun to, to fix your brain. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's kind of sweet that they thought that they could help him and their plan was to not go and be rich and famous and blow all their money. It's like, let's help poor Ozzy. Would have loved to see that consult. Just, like, <laughs> just push him into offices and they got like all they've got is leprechaun gold coins it's like hey our friend's stupid can you fix him here you go then it turns out the one who's really stupid is the kid who thinks that you can fix someone's brain yes with gold yes fucking idiot um the thing that really annoyed me about this yeah it's really bad at shining shoes yeah he's constantly picking up shoes to shine I was like these aren't shine these aren't cleaned at all that's his big do thing. Do you even care? He even stops to do something. He even stops killing someone at some point. And he's like, ah, da, 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 da. Yeah. And he just like rubs them and throws them away. Yeah. There's there's that one scene where he cleans them all up and he puts them on the kitchen table. It's like, <laughs> he's done a good job. But then later he's out in the dirt and he'll clean them and then throw them back in the dirt. It doesn't make any sense. It um, doesn't line up. I will... My favourite scene is the bit where she thinks that <laughs> the... The ten-year-old guy that she just met is stroking her leg underneath the truck. <laughs> yeah, and that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. And like, she's she's like standing there, okay with the fact that this guy that she just met must be underneath a truck stroking her leg. Just like, hey, come oh. on, stop Ooh. that! Wow, we just met forty minutes ago. Yeah, oh my and God. then like the like scratches her. Um, but that yeah. bit where her dad chases like the he thinks it's a cat in the tree and yeah is, man that that gouge out of his skin looks pretty pretty gross and pretty cool and how good is the effect when it shows him in the tree <laughs> it's <laughs> like a toilet paper tube and he's at the other end of it they're just taking a photo it's amazing um i also like the fact that the uh 
the hot guy. At, uh, mm. It's like, I'm going to go with a lavender cut-off shirt. <laughs> just, yeah. It's just... It was the 90s. <laughs> also, his lavender shirt, I don't know if he got any paint on it. I don't know if he wasn't allowed to, but like they're... So they're painting this house. Yeah, they are. Who knows why? They're fixing it up. Sure, let's paint it blue. Perfect little paint splotches on their arms that would come and go throughout the film. <laughs> it's like, oh, you guys are painting? We're just going to put a square of paint on your shoulder <laughs> so everyone knows that you've been painting in the film. No, you didn't do it right. Look at you. Um, and there's just like uh, these really weird slapsticky bits. Like there's a bit where like Ozzy gets like paint all over and it's like, oh fucking dum-dum did it again <laughs> what the hell it's like it's when he's his brain fixed um I, I, I kind of thought he looked like Andy Richter <laughs> yeah he did uh pogo stick that was pretty good pogo stick there's a guy who dies death by pogo stick is that guy wearing a fat suit the guy in the collectible store maybe to like soften the blow of the pogo maybe. stick maybe his body looked Unnatural. Now, I thought you would have loved this because she is a vegan in this movie. She's a vegetarian. Or vegetarian. A lazy one. Uh, I did make note of that. Because he comes in, they, they're in this like diner, and he's like, look at this shit that I just got served. It looks <laughs> fucking awful. And he's like, oh, you should love this. It's like, it's like meatloaf or skin. Yeah. And I'm like, even if I was the biggest meat eater, that looks gross. My favorite line of the film. Yeah. <laughs> when he runs past. How's your leg? <laughs> and hits him on the leg. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so dumb. Um, so ac- actually funny. I actually laughed a little bit when that happened. I also uh, did did laugh at the fact that not only does he fall off, uh, he's got like he's, he's on a children's toy car. Yeah. He's being chased by a cop car, but then he falls off and goes through a fence, and they've done a perfect. They like cut even, out, yeah. Even with, even with the hat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like so many weird little slapsticky bits that just don't make any sense. Apparently that was a lot of uh, Warwick Davis like made it that way. Apparently it was start off with like... And like, it's always funny to hear is like... The director's like, I actually wanted to be a, like a, a lot more serious and like you made a movie called Leprechaun. <laughs> like, About a tiny man from Ireland. Yeah. Um, He's Lucky Charms. Yeah. Too long as well. Oh man. I'm For a I'm, slasher movie, it should be like 80 to 90 minutes. I didn't look this up because I'm sure no one's admitted it, but I'm 99% sure they made the film, went back to watch, was like, oh, it's only 75 minutes. Let's cut in 15 minutes of him just running and making noises. <laughs> There's so many scenes of him just going, <laughs> and, you and just, just running around. And you just see the legs too. Yeah. Uh, I did enjoy his little noises, yeah. but far too much of him just chasing people and running. Yeah. Uh, Ridiculous. So far, movie of the year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it um, is. Yeah, this is gonna be. It's gonna be held to uh, at the end of this episode. Best movie, best uh, album. This is gonna be a tough one. But before we choose. get there, uh, we need to get on to TV. So we had a bit. Uh, we had Doctor Quinn, Medicine Woman. <laughs> Classic. Uh, Jane Seymour. The kind of show you want to be old enough and smart enough to watch, but you also don't really want to watch it. Yeah, I could not tell you. I mean, I know it's, it's probably like, I don't know. It's old olden times and she's a medicine. She's a yep, doctor. That's it. That's, that's it. That's the one. 
Um, went went until nineteen went until nineteen ninety eight. Um, then everyone got real weirded out when she was like, um, sexed up in wedding crashes. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like Doctor Quinn. Okay. Should have okay. watched Dr. Quinn Medicine World. Anyway, um, Deep Space Nine. Um, Skip. I I don't delve into Star Trek much. Um, and then when I have, it's been Next Generation. Um, but it's, it's a commitment that I just don't have. I will say, with Deep Space Nine, I just remember like working back in the video store in the VHS days. So every month, we would get a video of... Deep Space Nine and Next Generation, and they would contain about four episodes each. And go to understand at this time, at this point of time, they, they weren't playing on TV all the time. And like, unless you recorded them off there, yeah, we had this one dude that come in every month, and he'd rent it, and then by the next month he'd want to buy it, which is a, it was a good, it was like about a good twenty five bucks for us. Okay, so like, um, but he would always rent it with like so much porn oh. it was like this and porn Star Trek and porn that's all he ever wanted and it was just um, uh, yeah that's so I wonder it. if maybe he didn't get around to watching it when he rented it and had to come back and buy it yeah, <laughs> yeah probably but then at one point we got a Star Trek porn in oh and we were all counting on the fact that he was going to be fucking renting this never did it didn't want chocolate in his peanut butter <laughs> <laughs> His business and his pleasure stay separate. <laughs> it's like looking at it, it's like, oh, no, no, no. Disgusting. Disgusting. Edward Penis Hands, yes. <laughs> Star Wink, no. <laughs> well, I guess, like, if you actually enjoy Star Trek, that might change your perception of it forever. Yeah, yeah true. It's like Maybe it's just a wholesome it. show. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, but then we also had, uh, now, Homicide, Life on the Street. Ooh, yeah. All I can hear is the Billy on the Street music when you say it. I don't watch that. It's oh, <laughs> good. He's loud. Um, is that when he just goes off and yells at people? Yeah, it's great. Okay. Um, so, Homicide Life of the Street, uh, it's um, uh, by the same creator of The Wire. It's what he, it's what he did before The Wire. Ah. All set in Baltimore. A um, few crossovers with Law and Order over the years, too. So, that's how yeah. I got into it. Okay. Um, actually, has Detective Munch. That's okay. in SVU. Munch or Wunch? Munch. Yeah. That's munch. Okay. I don't know. Um, munch time is over. So this is where this is where he started <laughs> off, and then he went to SVU after this. Um, Andre Brower. Oh, munch yeah. time is over. Yeah. Boom! Did it. Yeah, he um, had it both ways. He no was uh, the sort of cocky young sort of like he was basically the major character of the show. Oh. Um, uh, Yefet Kodo, who was also in like uh, like Alien and and other other shows. Um, yeah, Joe Polito, Melissa Leo, Daniel Baldwin, Ned Beatty. It's like it was like I don't know why he kept saying names after Andre Brown. <laughs> it was just um, the the amount of talent in this show. Um, it was quite a lot sort of darker and grittier than like your usual police procedural. Um, it even had a sort of a, a handheld quality of like the, the the camera work. It's really good if you ever get a chance. It's really good. The only thing that I find upsetting is um, apparently Baltimore is a big town for like eating uh, like raw prawns. 
So like Ugh. they'd hang out at this bar. Like at nearly every 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 show, they would have like at least one sitting down at this at this restaurant bar, bar, where like <laughs> it's one of those ones where they have like a sheet of paper over the table and everyone's just got like a little hammer, and they're uh. hammering like shrimp and eating it, and it's just like that's Roman gross. times. It's really gross. I'm like coffee and bagels I can do. Like just yeah, a bunch of people, eat. just a bunch, just a b- 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 bunch of people like hitting, eat, hitting seafood and eating it, and talking like nah, <laughs> it's gross. You lost me now. Um, and in Australia, we had talked to the animals <laughs> with Dr. Harry Cooper, yeah, who apparently um, divorced his wife in 2012. I'm surely sick of his shit. <laughs> Doesn't know how to fix any actual problems. That's his problem. <laughs> just like. Something's wrong with the goldfish, and he like starts to mansplain. She's like, "Fucking swear to God, flush it, Harry, <laughs> flush it. It's dead. It. We're done. We're done. Stop mansplaining how to fix my fucking animals." Uh, could you imagine how nice and sweet he is all the time, living with that all the time? Uh, I, have... I like to think he gets angry. I'm not saying there's dark Harry, but like maybe there's dark Harry. There's got to be. Yeah. We don't imagine dark... that. Imagine we're... having an argument with him. He's like. Now look, let's just calm down. And how can we resolve this? <laughs> um, because we know that there was a dark side of Don Burke that came out. I don't remember that. Oh, oh, he had some fucking demons in the garden shed. <laughs> yeah, we had uh, Simpsons and Seinfeld. Uh, so Simpsons, is this my all-time favorite episode? It's, it's in the conversation. Marge versus the monorail. I knew I shouldn't have stopped for that haircut. What? I knew I shouldn't have stopped for that haircut. This this and Homer Goes to College, both written by um, Conan O'Brien, would have to be dual top runners for my favourite Simpsons episode ever. Probably Homer Goes to College probably pips it a bit. Because I fucking love that episode. Yeah. I can never get tired of that episode. Look out the bees, Bernie. I forgot about the bees. <laughs> but why? <laughs> and the dean. Oh, he's just so nice, though. <laughs> and now, more, more than ever, watching that, it's just like, oh, I can just totally see how... It's just a Conan O'Brien. Yeah. It's just totally him. But Monorail, uh, Marge vs. Monorail, um, it is prime Phil Hartman. Um, yeah. It is prime writing, prime Simpsons. It's just... Uh, me and my kids watched it recently, and they loved it. I feel like it's... I actually didn't watch it for the episode. Um, we I started a rewatch last year, so it's fresh enough. I feel like it's... One, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's one of those ones where just, like, scene to scene, there's just... There's a good gag in it almost every single up. moment. I also... I always forget about the... <laughs> when she said that Main Street's all cracked and broken, and it cuts to Homer with a piano on top of his car, it's just like, let's look at that rebel fly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't, I forget that bit all the time. Um, yeah, not a lot of burns in it, but yeah, it's. Uh... I forgot to show you. Um, I was going through my old Instagram stories hmm. last night, and I found one from September 2019. Yeah, it was over four stories. I don't still know how I discovered this fact. If yeah. someone had told me if it just clicked. It said, Snub backwards is Burns. So you did know. So I did know. I just <laughs> forgot that I'd and already been told. It's like, yeah. If you did, um, last, last uh, season we both 
had the re- revelation that when Burns comes to the town meeting and says, I'm Mr. Snrub, it's actually Burns backwards. <laughs> and we both felt really stupid about not knowing that. But apparently I knew two years ago, apparently. so kudos to me. Um, we also had Seinfeld, the movie, which is one of my favourite ones. Um, I do like those ones where it's like all situated in one place. Um, didn't love it. Didn't love it? No. I did watch these two last week. The Visa one, I'm like, I don't know. I don't really remember that one very well. They really put those Indian accents on pretty thick. Yeah. It's a bit gross. Yeah. And I know that the um, Babu especially is like a... like. He speaks like an Englishman, basically. Yep. Um, so, oh yeah, it's, it's his culture. It's probably up to him if he wants to do it. But, um, yeah, I found it a little bit like, yeah. Yeah, I was not a fan of that episode at all. I, but, yeah, even the movie, I wasn't... I think the guy they got, the other comedian that was like with Jerry for most of the episode, like oh, yeah. he, he annoyed me, like, something fucking bad. So. But I suppose he was supposed to, but, yeah. But to um, a point, like, don't... Annoys to a point that we don't enjoy you. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, Banya, when Banya comes in. Yeah. That's gold. Yeah, gold, gold, Joe, gold. <laughs> um, so now that leaves us to go to uh, first one of the season, the Law and Order Minute. Oh, yeah. Um. <sighs> I'm glad it's back. I wasn't sure if uh, if we'd be seeing it again. I'm glad it's still I, here. I did think that maybe we don't do that, but then it was like, I don't know. I, uh, you know what? I think it's the only reason people come back. <laughs> I know you're saying that for me, and I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> it is actually, I will admit, um, from people that have listened, they do enjoy the Law and Order Minute. Okay, cool. Well, I, yeah, that's cool. I told them they're wrong. <laughs> they don't listen. Uh, we've got two, so 30 seconds. Uh, if that's what you want. Or, I mean, this year we could just have a Law and Order Minute, okay, and you have a minute. Okay, we have a minute, yeah. We cool. can afford a minute. Yeah. I'm sure it hasn't gone that long yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You ready for it? I am ready. All right. I'll buzz you in. Cool. Okay, uh, we start off with an episode called Extended Family, and uh, remember Gracie from uh, The Nanny? Yes, I yeah, do. Yeah, she's in this episode. She gets abused. Um, Aww. <laughs> uh, she, but it starts off with her in a department store, um, and she is abducted, and the cops are looking for all people. Should have got Beethoven. <laughs> Beethoven would have found her. <laughs> um, they're on the case. Uh, they look at uh, store owners. They look at all this stuff. Apparently, she was abducted by her own mother because they're accusing her father of molesting her. Huh. Yeah. This Full is on. not a fun episode to watch. No. <laughs> um... Uh, they also had, there was a pretty good Lenny Briscoe joke because uh, the uh, the producer is called uh, Tony, and um, someone says, "Oh, you ever heard of him?" No, no, I fucked that up. Damn it! <laughs> I'll go back to that. The next, the next, uh, <laughs> the next episode's called Right to Cancel, um, and it's about a uh, a gigolo who kills his sixty year old uh, uh, girlfriend, and he is only thirty eight. Damn, I've oh, I fucked up the joke. I'm saying it right now. I don't care. You can have it. Go on. So Let's hear it. The guy goes. Um, the guy's a Broadway producer, and the cop comes up. He's like, "Oh, the girl's the girl's father is uh, this uh, Tony uh, uh, John Silver. He's a Broadway producer. He's like, you heard of him?" He's like, "Yeah, he's got more Tonys than Southern Italy." <laughs> and I'm like, "Ah, oh, Letty." Ah, <laughs> oh, good joke. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, I didn't get through the rest of them. 
that's fine. I'm a bit rusty. Uh, so let's go on to music. Well. <laughs> Firstly, let's do the charts. Ari and Bilbo charts. Uh, Whitney Houston, I Will Always Love You for both of them. That will go yeah, why on. not? I think they'll go on for another month at least. Um, man, we there were not a lot of releases. And I did more of a... Con- I'm, I'm trying to condense the list this year because like... Well, this season because... Some some months there's like a lot of stuff, but I'm like, you know. I'm not going to mention 20 albums if we're only really going to look at yeah three or four. But in this case, this was like the best of the best I could find. <laughs> so we had Flipper, American Graffiti, uh, Screeching Weasel, Anthem for a New Tomorrow, Dennis Leary, No Cure of Cancer, Snow, 12 Inches of Snow. <laughs> nice. Uh, Jesus Jones, Perverse, uh, Belly, Star, and the Fastbacks, Zucker. So, what did you listen to? I listened to Asshole by Dennis Leary because it's so catchy. And I don't know if he's being sarcastic or not, or if this is just what he's like. I have issue with Dennis Leary. Um, because of this song? That, and also because um, I was, I'm quite a uh, fan of Bill Hicks. Oh, yeah. Comedian, and it was Dennis Leary basically ripped him off. Like, a lot of stuff... Um, I can see that, uh, especially like the the smoking stuff and stuff like that. It was, just, it was like it was like a, a pale imitation of Bill Hicks and stuff. Um, having said that, like I really didn't listen to much to the rest of this album. I just listened to the song "Arsehole" because I was like, I yeah. don't particularly give a shit about um, your stand up stuff. Um, and this one will like there will be this topped a lot of charts. Yeah. Um, these days. I don't. Sh- I mean, I, I'm sure he's probably like a Bill Burr. Um, so people who like Dursley aren't going to be comp- like going to be turned around on him. Like, so when he's yeah, there's a line in his song was like, "Handicapped people make handicapped faces," and it's like, I don't know. I think he's just a piece of shit. Yeah, I think so. But then again. Rescue me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I also yeah. gave Flipper a good go. I didn't like... I'm a bassist, as you know. Uh, yeah, like, I sound, like the, the bass tone, I'm like, it's it's a bit... I thought Flipper were like faster. I don't know. It's, it's a bit sort of um, metal-y. I don't know. They, I don't know if I'd heard of them before or heard them before. They, they feel kind of familiar, but I think it's this sort of sound of like your favourite local band that had some decent songs but wasn't quite there? I Well, they were part of Sub Pop, I'm pretty sure. And I'm pretty sure, like, I think I see a little sort of Kurt wearing their T-shirt oh, a yeah. lot. And, yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, that's I, what that was. Uh, yeah, look, I don't know. I know people really like... I know I know our mutual friend Matt, a big big, big Flipper fan. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, weird. Because they're not, like... I like some of the stuff. They're kind of grungy a bit. I don't know. I think, yeah, it's just that grunge sort yeah. of bit that it has about it. But it's kind of a bit too metal-y for my liking. A little Mother Love Bone-ish? Yeah, 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 I'll see that. Maybe that's what it is? I could see you like listening to that a little bit, but it's not... It's Yeah, it's not a diamond in the rough or anything like that. It's, <laughs> uh, it's just rough. I did like Belly. Like, they're a I bit generic. To belly. Um, Feed the Trees obviously like the the big track from that album um, 
And then I listened to Screeching Weasel. Like they were like pretty generic. Um, I know some people are like huge big Screeching Weasel fans. I'm, I'm just not there. Um, but this is like the year where all of that fat record stuff starts to get released and um, like the punk scene, like that sort of era of punk sound starts to 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 get be- like to, to get popular sort of thing. So be interested to see that. Um, Jesus Jones? Yeah, I don't know. No? I quite liked it. And they've got that sound like you've heard them in a film. Like yeah. everything of theirs... Well, they're they're on our ninety one. They have that, that that right here, right now. Song. Yeah. yeah, every song just kind of sounds like that. Yeah, I think they tried to re they redo it and it didn't really work. So, I found out though this morning when trying to find out why they sound so familiar, aside from that song and everything sounds like it. Yeah, they had a song, and our old friend Free Jack. Oh, did they? They did. Oh wow! Not one of the good ones from the album, but they had a song in the film. So it's probably stuck with me a little bit. <laughs> Anything to do with Free Jack? <laughs> Anything to do with Free Jack. Um, but I suppose we should talk about uh, um, Informer. We have to. Yeah. Uh, if you've never heard Informer... Okay, so... A licky boom boom dam. <laughs> Let's get away from licky boom boom down, because I thought he was saying Sir Didymus from what? the labyrinth. What? It sounds like he's saying Sir Didymus. That first line. Oh, Sir Didymus. Yeah. Would you know like to know what the, uh, what he's saying? I have it in front of me. Oh, so this... you have. Informer, R- you know, say daddy me snow me I go blame, a licky boom boom down. Say it again, just so people can... Because that doesn't make any sense. Informer, you no say daddy me snow me, I go blame a licky boom boom down. What does it mean? Detective man, a say say daddy me snow me, stab someone down the lane. A licky boom boom down. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, the backstory of this song. Just before this was released... And just after the album was, was, was made. A white man discovered rap and <laughs> reggae all at once. Um, I love that in IMDb. It says, uh, Snow is a Jamaican-Canadian artist. I'm like, no, he's not. No. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, yeah, a Canadian reggae artist. I'm like, no, he's not. No. Um, apparently, he was arrested and incarcerated for one year. Oh. Um, an informer is uh, a blend of his time in prison. And also about something that happened out the front of his house where a police officer blamed him for stabbing someone down a lane. And that's where that line comes from. Oh, wow. Who'd have thought it would be so literal? So he says. Because if you look at Snow, you'd think that he's like someone who's not done anything ever. He kind of looks like a... Uh, the guy from 90210? No. Brian, Brian Austin Green? <laughs> Either Matthew Fox or Michael Wolf. I don't know which one is which. Oh, from Party Five? Yeah. A little bit. He's a little bit. 
He's uh He's also a Hey Arnold character, I'm pretty sure. He also is a someone there's a person that on Monday you will call for IT help. Um Yeah. <laughs> uh not to downplay anyone's uh time in incarceration, but Or what people who do IT look like. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> um they've got a look. <laughs> and an attitude. Um but yeah, it's it is a fucking weird song. Um, I really wanted to have another I Need Love and read out the entirety of the song, but it's too difficult, and it just, there's no sense. Did they, did you reckon Google translated this? Because, like, it's, police are them, uh, they come and uh, they blow down me door. It's Mario. <laughs> One E come crawl through through my window, so day put me in the back of the car at the station from the point of me reach my destination. Where the destination reaching out of east attention, where day look down me pants, look up me bottom. <laughs> <laughs> look down me pants, look up me bottom. A licky boom boom dem. <laughs> um, apparently, it's not supposed to be down. It's a licky boom boom dem. Now, would you like to know what a licky boom boom is? It's a gun. No, <sighs> and it's not. It's his love gun. It's not eating ass either. Oh. It's um, it's calling someone an ass kisser. So, like, they're saying that the people who are an informer, they're, like, ass kisses. Oh. And he's, like, he's not saying a licky boom boom down. He's, like, a licky boom boom dem, as in they are dem, they, them. They are the ones who are the asshole kisses. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Um, Next verse. <laughs> so, bigger dem are they think dem have more power. <laughs> de pom de me say that one hour. Me from... Oh, fucking hell. It's hard, hey? Me for one to use a once and a now me called me lover. Lover me call who one tame a... What? And a me lover in my heart <laughs> down to my belly. Ah, yes, say daddy, me snow, me I feel cool and deadly. Yes, one MC Shan and the one daddy snow. Together we love him is a tornado. He wrote this in year one. A lucky boom boom now. It is seriously like something that, like, um, my son came up to me and said, I wrote a song. <laughs> Here's the lyrics. <laughs> it's, um, it's a fucking atrocity. Um, there is a, a similar verse to I Need Love, mm. where it gets a little bit more intelligible. And there's mention of a woman. Okay. And I'm going to try and do actual words and not his words. Come with me, a nice young lady. Intelligent, yes, she is gentle and eerie. Mm. Everywhere we go, we never left her ally. Yes, Daddy Snow, yes. (laughs) (laughs) I am the Rome Dance Man. I am the Roaming Dance Man, I don't know what. Roaming between a dancing and a nation. You never know... Daddy, I am Snow. I am the Boom Shakata. I never lay down flat in one cardboard box. Yes, Daddy, I am Snow. I go reaching out the top. I like you, Boom Boom. Can I counter that with... People, people dem say you come from Jamaica... But me born and raised in the ghetto. 
Oh no, the Canadian that, ghetto. That I want you to know are pure black people, man. That's all I know. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, me shoes are tear up, and me toes just show uh, where me born in RD1 Toronto. Oh my god, it's just the ravings of a man. Um. So, oh, this, so MC, good. this MC Shan that he talks about too uh, sued Snow. Aww. Because uh, apparently he, they were halfway through a tour and he found out Snow was getting paid like way more than him. Oh. So, um, so he ratted him out. Yeah. He licked his boom boom. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, and I see stills from the video clip on... It's and I can I can I remember this song so much I remember it being on like the school radio show that I that did it was a banger I always thought it was called informant <laughs> that's um, my biggest issue I'm not gonna give it the status of banger now though fuck that no especially after the the single last line for the song <laughs> diggity dum diggity diggity dum and woey and woey <laughs> and woey. <laughs> Maybe he heard En Vogue and was like, yeah, hey, I could do that. Hey, let's not drag them into the fucking sewer. They set a bar and Snow thought that he could uh, get in on it. Snow's like... <laughs> I'm a white man. I can do it better. Watch. Yeah, yeah. Diggity dum, diggity dum. <laughs> in my ghetto in Toronto. Um, <sighs> I'm not saying that Torontos don't have ghettos, but like, I don't think he was in one. <laughs> no, it's... a Pretty clean night. They do have a big homeless issue and um, a uh, yeah, they've got issues. Yeah, I'm sure every town does. Um, I think Snow's got more issues. <laughs> yeah, she's got plenty of issues now. Yeah, um, yeah. I didn't. I didn't do a uh, um, a look into what he's doing these days. I'm sure he's like toured that thing into the fucking ground. Oh, you'd um, have to. Him and MC Hammer probably could tease something up. Because I know Hamill was with uh, yeah. Ice for a bit there. but Well, Ice has moved on and he's better than both of them now, isn't he? So Yeah, it's not a big bar. It's not a, let's, I, I'm just, I need to hear another song from that album. <laughs> this is called Lady with the Red Dress. Which now, isn't that what Ron Burgundy says in Anchorman? Yeah. Lady yeah, with the Red Dress. Yeah. Is, he, is he doing some snow? Laying some snow down? Possibly. It seems like the sort of thing that he would put in. Like, yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. probably friends. That sounds like a Casio. Yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. Him and UB40 should. <laughs> I was just thinking that. <laughs> it was truly the uh, the season of uh, white uh, um, Jamaican theft. Theft. Let's <laughs> call it what it is. <laughs> they stole it. Um, yeah, so uh, the only other one um, that I thought was really good was the Fastbacks. Um, I listen to that quite a lot. Their song, um, 
this one is pretty good. So many of the songs this month sound like they're from Clerks or San Andreas. Yeah. <laughs> that's that sort of stuff's like kind of like my in my wheelhouse too of of, of Paul Rock because um that that band in particular they had they had like um pretty sure they had Super Suckers Super Suckers playing with them they like, they they toured with Pearl Jam quite a bit. Yes. Um I'm pretty sure they had the bassist from The Presidents in their band at some point. Um they're they're quite well known in the Seattle community. Um, I think they're on Sub Pop as well. So, um, yeah. So let's end on, end on some more interesting news. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was Kurt Cobain doing? Him and Dave Grohl went hang gliding Jeez. in Brazil. Oh, that would have been for the Rock AM. Yeah. So they're down there playing show, and they actually did some studio recordings. Did apparently? They? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um. With Craig Montgomery. Um, yeah, because I remember when Life Tonight sold out, they're in Argentina when they're doing the that's the aneurysm. Um, yeah, so there's a uh, stuff on here I think comes out later in the uh, with the lights out. I think some of these recordings might be on there. I think, right? I don't know for sure, probably. So before we uh, reveal our favourite movie and album, let's do some Powderfinger news. Powderfinger news. So it turns out there is a internet archive of just Powderfinger gigs. Wow. (laughs) Uh, And they played two shows. Did Bob did Bob Bob send this through? Did he find this website? (laughs) I just found it. Um, They played the Manhattan again in Brisbane. Nice. Get the fuck off of it, guys. Jesus. And also the Dead Rat. (laughs) They played the Dead Rat. That's a venue. That's apparently it's a venue. Are we we sure that that's a venue? Uh, It might not be a venue anymore, but it's uh, they played the Dead Rat. They they weren't playing at the Manhattan and everyone left and there was just a rat left there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they, killed. they killed a rat and they ate it because <laughs> times were so tough. But I will say, I reckon they did some recording this year because there's not as many gigs as previous years. So Maybe their work didn't give them as much time off. Well, I reckon they're very close to their first album. 95? Yeah. That's not close at all. Well, genius takes a long time. <laughs> I wonder if that second Powderfinger fan we had ever came back to check in. She hated us. Well, you weren't very nice. <laughs> I wasn't, no. I'm not saying you should have been nice, but... She came at me very aggressively. Yeah. She's like, ah, oh, <laughs> you, you missed out, fuckers. <laughs> I thought it was clear that this is all in good fun, and I didn't actually hate Powderfinger. Oh no, but like I just—I think they've got some very good songs. All that proved to me is that Powderfinger fans have got like zero sense of humor <laughs> about Powderfinger. They're probably like U2 fans. I'm oh not even, no, <laughs> I'm not even sure how Bob fits into that because I think uh, if you go too hard for too long, he might get upset. Yeah, he wouldn't want to see Bob upset. No, so. but let's do our favorite uh, movie and album for this episode, which is—I mean. 
You Shit. watched like three, didn't you? Yeah. Four? Yeah, but like... I'm You've gonna, got your pick. I'm going to have to say Leprechaun. Because it was the most fun I had. <laughs> How's your leg? Didn't, he wasn't Ethan Hawke eating people. <laughs> wasn't Madonna eating people. <laughs> <laughs> she did. Um, and my my album, I'm going to have to go the Fastbacks, I suppose. I had to... Remember at the start of the episode when we were so excited about 93 and now yeah. it's like, I guess I like this. Well, yeah. I had already made an early call that Leprechaun was my film of the year, so obviously film of the month. <laughs> Not much to choose from. Uh, and what about the album? Um, It might be Flipper. Okay. It was almost Jesus Jones, but I like their songs, but they all just kind of sound like the same song. And like they'd be in a 90s Matrix film. That's uh, Jesus Jones. <laughs> yeah. But, uh... Like Pulp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's and, enjoyable. Um, the Dandy Warhols. Yeah. Yeah. And Poudre Finger. <laughs> I have okay. to call them that as a code now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, what are you going to... Yeah, yep, I, think, I think Leprechaun and Flipper. Okay. Uh, so next next month, I've got to pick out a film for you to watch. I don't think. It's, I mean, I know for one partic- in particular, you're going to have to have no forcing of watching because you get it's one of your favourite films of all time. Um, what what's happening? Groundhog Day. <gasps> yeah. So I don't I, even have to watch that. I, we can just recite it right now. Let's go. I'm good. Um, I I'm, and Army of Darkness is there too, but I feel like you've probably watch that um I actually don't know if I have well it's a toss up between that and Loaded Weapon Loaded Weapon I'd be keen to watch because I remember bits of it as a kid and it being fun I don't know how much I've intertwined that with Naked Gun and how much of that I should probably not be laughing think, at anymore okay well let's do let's do Loaded Weapon because I, I watched it and I was like I wonder what Ben's going to think of this <laughs> uh oh um and um, I, I, I started watching Arnold Nutters the other night with my wife, and she was not a fan. <laughs> yeah. And mm. confidentially, I can't say that I blame her. <laughs> but we'll get on to that next month. I'm not that keen on Evil Deads and Bruce Campbell, so... Yeah. <sighs> uh, so, until next time, um, or before, until next time, uh, if you want to get in contact with us, live in the past pod at gmail.com. Um, be like someone else this season and come on the podcast with us it's fun it is yeah actually two not, people not january not january but. no i won't give it january i won't be that to you uh and also check out the show notes for uh um our spotify playlist links and our letterbox links so you find out what uh movies and uh albums we've been listening to um if wherever you get your podcast from give them a give it a five star rating and um yeah tell everyone around it like we're, we're pretty proud of this Tell tell someone about it. Tell someone to watch it. Um, have seen a bit of a bump up in our listenership, so thank you very much. And yeah, yeah. thanks. We should give people nicknames that listen to it. You know, I'm you trying get, to like, think of one. Believers. <laughs> I'll I'll uh, we'll workshop that. No, nah, I don't think we will. There's nothing. Okay. Let's not pigeonhole people Past- that listen to this. Pastors. <laughs> pasties. Pasties. <laughs> Let me the pasties. All right, pasties. We'll see you later. <laughs> All right. Don't confuse yourself with pasties, though. No. All right. Bye. Bye, Bye, pasties.
Thank you once again for listening to Living in the Past. Got some awesome people to thank at the end of the show here. Andrew Golding does our music for us. You can check out his stuff at www.antigold.bandcamp.com. Rebecca Sheedy, she does our artwork. You can check out her stuff on Instagram at mildscribbling. Send us an email at livingthepastpod at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram. You can check out letterbox.com following PD Lumsden and check out the movies that we've been talking about this season. You can check out the music we've been talking about on the podcast by going to Spotify and searching Living in the Past podcast and then the month that you want to check out. Want to help us grow the show? Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or tell your neighbour, tell your friend, tell your mother. It all helps. And until next time, as we always say, sit back, look back and relax. Thanks. <laughs>